It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life, <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. <laughs> Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the morning side hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show, the best life hacks. Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, today is July 1st, and we have a holiday to celebrate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess we do. <laughs> I don't like the script already. <laughs> <laughs> I tell ya, I own the world's worst thesaurus. Not only is it awful, it's awful. <laughs> wow. And thus begins another International Joke Day on <laughs> July 1st. Really, really, we're glad you're here. <laughs> Where would any of us be without jokes and laughter to brighten our spirits? It can help any situation. This July 1st, we invite you to take some time out of your day and recognize the important job humor plays in keeping stress at bay, building relationships, and bringing levity to a world that badly needs it. And be sure not to confuse the purpose of International Joke Day with April Fool's Day. The two couldn't be further apart. July 1st is all about getting a grin out of your best friend, sharing a laugh on social media, and appreciating the stand-up comics who have left us in stitches for decades. Speaking of stitches, that reminds me. I asked the doctor the other day if I'd be able to play the piano once I got my stitches removed. Yes, he told me. I imagine that won't be a problem. Great, I said. I've always wanted to play a musical instrument. <laughs> You're a great comedian, though. I'm what? She'll be here all week. You're a great comedian. <laughs> Try the veal. All right, everybody. <laughs> wow. All right, gentlemen, single men out there, I want you to listen up. Do you want to attract women? Keep your cat out of your dating profile. Dun -dun -dun. We have catastrophic news for animal lovers. <laughs> hey, it is National Joke Day. <laughs> Men who like cats are less likely to get a date. What? Yeah. That's the takeaway from a study by Colorado State University, which found that women are less likely to swipe right or say yes to men if they are posing with a cat in a picture. I don't know how I feel about this. Scientists showed hundreds of women photos of two men, both men pictured with and without a furry companion. Their responses showed that men's luck got noticeably worse when women saw the picture with the cat. Okay, but I gotta say... You're not done reading the article, are you? This is a little bit more. There's a lot more. Holy cow, there's a lot more. But go ahead and say whatever you're going to say. I mean, it just looks creepy with a guy holding a cat. It does. In a you picture. see these? Yeah, the yeah pictures I can here. see them. But <laughs> I, I, to say that, I don't know. I feel like it's endearing to 
to have a cat. <laughs> but it does look creepy to see yeah. him pictured with his cat. The photo used in the, the photos used in the studies, which revealed women favored pictures of the men without cats. Men holding cats were viewed as less masculine, more neurotic, agreeable and open, and less dateable, the authors wrote. Uh, let's see here. When shown the cat-free picture one of the uh, of one of the subjects, 38% of women said they were likely or very likely to casually date him, while 37 said they'd consider a serious relationship with him. But a picture of the same man holding a cat gave the respondents pause for thought. Pause because of the cats. And those numbers dropped to 33% for each category. Meanwhile, the proportion of women saying that they'd never consider getting involved with him rose to nine, from 9% to 14%. A 5% jump just because of the cat. By comparison, positive ratings for the second subject did not decline significantly when he was pictured with a cat, but women were more likely to rule him out as a potential partner. When he was pictured alone, 40% of respondents said that they were unlike, uh, they'd be unlikely or certain not to date him casually, but this rose to 45% when he was joined by a cat. Similarly, 41% said that they'd be unlikely to consider him for a relationship, but 45% said the same thing when they saw him with a pet. A total of 708 women aged between 18 and 24 were surveyed in this online experiment. The findings are likely to result of long-held cultural stereotypes about cat and dog owners, the authors said. It's important to note that these findings were influenced by whether the female viewed uh, viewer uh, self-identified as a dog or cat person, suggesting that animal, or sorry, American culture has distinguished catmen as less masculine, perhaps creating a cultural preference for dogmen among most heterosexual women in the studied age group, they wrote. Women prefer men with good genes, often defined as more masculine traits, they added, citing previous research. Clearly, the presence of a cat diminishes that perception. So... Cats are girly, that's what they're saying. All boys, all dogs are boys, and all cats are girls. I, okay, so I can... <laughs> I, okay. I can see the reasoning behind it. And after seeing the pictures, I can really see the reasoning behind it. But I just can't help thinking, like, if we showed them a picture of him. Because the way they're holding them in these pictures, they are, like, <laughs> shoulders hunched over, like, caressing this cat up to their chest and face. But if they had the cat down on the ground and they were knelt kind of behind the cat, with the hand on the cat's back or I feel like it would change the overall feel of the picture. I'm trying to envision that. You think so? You I don't do. think it would look like they were being more subservient to the cat and thus still less masculine. No. Having to get down on your knees for the cat. No, like just squatting. Well, that's not an attractive picture. <laughs> okay, envision how you would take a picture with a dog, a large breed dog, right? You'd be like... Yeah, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. But just replace that dog with the cat. I still don't think it would have the same effect. I do. I think it would be obvious that there should be a big dog there. and Instead, there's a teeny tiny cat and you're still in that position. <laughs> I don't know. It makes you seem less manly. <laughs> it's like, like comparatively, if you do that 
you have one guy kneeling next to his, uh, say, bulldog. Then you have another guy kneeling next to this tiny chihuahua. Even if they were the same guy and the dog just changed, the one with the chihuahua, that picture would look less masculine. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So it's all about the perception of the image and not about any of the reality. What an awful, (laughs) awful group of people we are. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, that article came from CNN from Rob Pichetta last Monday. Whoo, boy. What an article. That's why I don't own cats. I don't, I don't own any pets. I don't know what I'm it says fish. about us that this has been like our biggest talking point. <laughs> 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 cats, Alrighty. are they feminine or masculine? Let's I mean, figure it out. <laughs> I think it was, it's Dusty Slay, a comedian that I like. It's joke day. We'll talk about it. Okay. Comedian I like, Dusty Slay, he said, when I, was a, when I was a kid, I thought all dogs were boys and all cats were girls. Which was very confusing for me when Rufus had a litter of puppies. Right. What's going on here, Rufus? <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you to the doctor. Mm-hmm. righty. Coming up later in the show, more of your embarrassing church stories. We'll be back with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Side hug. We hope you're enjoying our mix of music this morning on Back Row Radio. We'll be sharing more of your embarrassing church stories when we come back. But first, here's Celebrating Recovery. This is Celebrating Recovery with Matt Coker. When Jesus would pray, he would make it a point to find a place to pray. Mark says he left the house and went off to a solitary place. The Amplified Bible calls it a deserted place, the implication being that it was a place where Jesus could go to avoid the distractions of the stuff of life. Closing out the distractions is the key to communication with God. Unfortunately, it is becoming more and more difficult to do this in our high-tech culture. TVs, iPads, laptops, smartphones, Facebook, Snapchat, Netflix, Twitter, TikTok, While Jesus faced the demands of people in public, we face the demands of people with constant communication. With so much access, it is no wonder we cannot hear from God today. To develop a prayer life like Jesus, we all need a solitary place where we can meet God, away from the distractions, no phones allowed. A private place gives us access to God and helps us to be accountable to our prayer time. When we go to that place, we hold ourselves and others accountable to our prayer time. The early African converts to Christianity were serious about private devotions. Each one reportedly had a separate spot in the thicket where he would go pour his heart out to God. And over time, the paths to these places became well-worn. As a result, if one of these believers began to neglect prayer, it was soon apparent to the others in the village. They would kindly remind the negligent one, brother, The grass grows on your path. May we all have a place to go for prayer that is worn because we have been there often and consistently. If you're struggling with a hurt habit or hang-up, we encourage you to find a Celebrate Recovery program in your area by going to backrowradio.com slash CR. And remember, live one day at a time. 
Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Let's kick off this portion of our show with five random facts. Five random facts. 30 to 40 minutes of running for five days a week can decrease cellular aging by nine years. But is it worth it? <laughs> 30 to four minutes, was... 40 minutes of running five days a week yeah, that's... just for nine measly years? Nah. <laughs> it's not even a full decade. Jeez. Right? Uh, since jellyfish are about 98% of water, 98% water. <laughs> water is 98% <laughs> jellyfish? <laughs> what you, a difference can one you, word could can make. Can you imagine how terrifying life would be? <laughs> We'd all be so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be so many of us like I ain't getting, I ain't turning that faucet on. You saw what happened last We'd time. We'd be thirsty and stinking. <laughs> None of us would have any teeth left. <laughs> Man, okay. Since jellyfish are about ninety-eight percent water, they will mostly evaporate if exposed to the sun for too long. The few layers of remaining tissue will decompose. Whew. One word makes such a difference. In 1964, a Swedish art gallery displayed four paintings by an unknown artist named Pierre Bresseau. Bresseau? Bresseau. Nearly every critic praised the avant-garde pieces except one who said only an ape could have done this. Pierre Bresseau was, in fact, an ape, and the display was an elaborate hoax. <laughs> oh, well, then. A magnitude... A magnitude 15 earthquake would destroy Earth. That doesn't bring you comfort today. I don't know what will. <laughs> the unique smell of Crayola crayons comes from stearic acid, a derivant, der, a derivative, <laughs> like big words, a derivative of beef fat. That's what you're coloring with. In, 19, in a 1982 study conducted by Yale University, Crayola crayons were among the top of 20 most frequently identified scents. So that means while eating Crayola's crayons is non-toxic, it's not vegan. So if you're starving vegans, you cannot eat your crayons. Don't eat your crayons. Sorry for you. <laughs> All right. We got more of your embarrassing church stories. Uh, again, for the recap of this as we went on to our Facebook group, Back Row Baptist Church at backrowbaptist.com. And we asked you for your embarrassing church stories. And you provided many, many, many of them. So we've been making this a recurring segment as we go through them until we get through them all. We're nearly there. I believe maybe after today, only one more. Okay. I think, depending on how much we riff. <laughs> oh, and I lost our spot already. Where were we at? Darn it. Where uh, were we? We saw that one. We saw that one. Grandfather. Break in the new church. Pantyhose. <laughs> Prayer requests. Okay, that's where we stopped. All right. Ooh, okay. Here we go. Mary Lou Hunt. K K K Not, I'm going to say that's a silent K. So, Nyrium. How would you pronounce this word? 
K-N-I-E-R-I-E-M. Hold on. Canarium. Hold on. Canarium. Nope. 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 I didn't read the story. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Mary Lou. I stood up for the first hymn, not knowing the hem of my dress was tucked in my pantyhose. I felt a tap on my shoulder, and it was an older gentleman pointing at me. When I realized it, I kept pulling and pulling that long pink dress out of my hot pink underwear. Of course, after that hymn, it was greeting time. I turned around, and the older gentleman behind me shook my hand with a smile on his face, as if to say, Honey, you made my day. (laughs) Okay, then. Um, How would you pronounce that last name? Miriam? Miriam, maybe. Not Nyerum. 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 Nyeria. <laughs> Mary Lou. Get a better last name. Mary Lou Hunt. <laughs> All right. Patty Wolford Hyatt. This is that two eyes Patty. No. Instead of two eyes Patty. Every church choir has a bad singer. Ours was no exception. When she sang to Jesus, you could see the plants withering and the animals running. My best friend and I would get the giggles every time. We would try to stop the giggles until we cried. Mama gave us the look, but we couldn't help it. She had this weird thing she did that sounded like a bird twitter, and she made sure she was heard over everyone else. Kind of like nails on a chalkboard with the chirping with a chirping to it it didn't get better as we got older either i couldn't look at my sister at all or we'd be off and running tears streaming to the angst of my mama thankfully the choir was mostly older and couldn't hear well i laughed at myself now thinking about the things that i do lol bless her little chirping heart now that dear woman is singing in heaven for jesus with an angelic voice and my friend sister and i have secured extra jewels in heaven for the years endured Um, yeah, there was, we were in a choir when we lived in Albuquerque, we joined a choir at our church, um, for a brief season. And there was this old lady who must have been aspiring to be an opera singer, you know? So always like did that, that, uh, you know, that really like the vibrato, vibrato, you know, that thing singing with everything and very loud. Always wanted to be heard like the lead in in an opera. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot. It was a lot to deal with mm-hmm. and not laugh out loud. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of churches don't want choirs anymore. <laughs> it's too much. There's it's always too much, that one. Too much work to keep y'all in line. But uh, with choirs, you could hide the, the people a little better. No. Most of the time. No. Not the vibrato lady. At but. least with a like a praise and worship team. I see. I feel like with a choir, anybody's welcome to come. Just come be a part of the choir. True. We're with the team. But I think that's only a recent development with the praise teams that haven't been that same way. <laughs> like having tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for a while it was still that method. Uh, yeah, whoever. You want to sing? Okay. You sound like a bag of cats in a dryer? Oh, well. But praise it's a be. team. <laughs> praise be. It's a team. There are there are tryouts for a baseball team or a soccer team or a football team. 
you know what? For the praise team, there's also tryouts. And if you don't make the cut, it's nothing personal. We just went a different route. <laughs> I'm sorry, as you know, this was this is a team. And we're here to inform you after that terrible, terrible audition. There is no you in team. <laughs> I mean, you could even have them as an alternative. You know, you know, like there's the alternative players. If somebody gets sick, an alternate, a, be- a an bench, alternate. a bench warmer, yeah, for for the first team, an alternate. If if by chance all of our praise team members are out sick, we will let you come and sing. Exactly. That's how it works. Post the list just outside the church office. But you can still say you're on the praise team. <laughs> you just won't be seen a whole lot. <laughs> You're awful, Mo. You're a terrible person. Listen, I think worship leaders are missing a really great opportunity there. (laughs) Oh, man. There's no outfield you can stick them in. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Go stand behind the drummer. You can be a part of the race. (laughs) Okay. Mickey. What is with all these weird names? Nikki Jarigujagmus. Oh, goodness. Oh, man. You are offending so many people. people. They know they got weird names. They know they weird. Mickey? (laughs) Mickey Jarigujagmus. We got a lot of Mickeys in our group. There are quite a few Mickeys. Uh, My friend. My friend was leading the congregation and singing. Then he opens up in prayer after praying. Instead of saying, you can now take your seats, he said, you can now go home. And the congregation laughed, and I just giggled all throughout the service. You can now leave. All right. Hey, Karen. apparently Mickey's no longer in our group. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, no, it would say not a member of the group here. Oh, You're just not showing up in your list. Maybe she, maybe Mickey blocked you. I guess so. <laughs> hey, that's against the rules. You can't block the moderator. <laughs> uh, all right. Karen Stockley. I was at a wedding one time and the preacher said, holy macaroni instead of matrimony. And everybody busted up laughing. <laughs> Here to deliver these two in the bonds of holy macaroni. <laughs> Just thinking about that reception afterwards. It's buffet style. Mm-mm. Oh, Look at the man. Bacon okay. bits in there. So Mila and I were watching her teacher got married this just a couple months ago. Yeah. And they live streamed it. So yeah, we were able okay. to watch, you know, watch the wedding. And the officiant definitely called her by the wrong name. Oh. Her name is Alex. He called her Katie. Oh, that's not even close. I know. It's not like he said Alice or, you know, no, not no, it even was close. Katie, which actually Chris's ex-girlfriend from high school, when she got married, her father married her. I was about to say her father said her name wrong. No, her father <laughs> married her, but called her husband Chris. <laughs> and his his name is Mike. So what makes it worse is his name is Mike and the dad's name is also Mike. So it's not as 
<laughs> it was definitely a very ill-planned like joke. All the time. Oh man. Yeah. That's so. awkward. All super awkward. Were y'all Kidding there? You? No. Okay. Oh no. That would have made it even worse. No. <laughs> she got married before he and I even. Ah, okay. Knew each other, but yeah, his sister was in was one of the bridesmaids, and that's a story that she still tells to this day. <laughs> that would be, if that were me, if we were in that position, that were me, and the minister called me by Deidre's ex boyfriend's name. I would have had to have a do over the entire wedding. No, but not only that, Matt. If it were Greg that had married right. y'all. Yeah, even worse. <laughs> but even if it wasn't Greg, <laughs> if it was just the minister, I would have had to have a do over. Everybody go home. We will try again next week. Because <laughs> same time, I would same not place. let that memory <laughs> be my actual wedding. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. It's awful. All right, Kristen's story's got another one. She said, I guess I have one more. My oldest son was around two, and in the Christmas concert, one of the older boys kept shoving my cousin's son, so my son, who was a tank at age two, decided to bull rush the kid on stage. I was mortified and apologized to the other family. The mom wasn't super thrilled, but the grandmother was like, eh, he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marlene Simpson, my husband was a pastor. One Sunday he wore a brown shoe and a black shoe. Of course, he stood on a chair and showed the whole congregation. Okay. Uh, and then my most embarrassing moment was when my phone rang during the Lord's Supper. So these, these are common, I think. Common enough that they're not surprising, you know? You're not alone in these, yeah, is what these Matt are is saying. These are, these are normal. Step up your game. We need more embarrassment. More embarrassment. <laughs> what was the song? Was it Baby Got Back? That would have been the good one there. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> or if you're waiting for Lord's Supper to start, guy walks by your row and your phone starts going booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Then... That right there is the story to tell. Or just as you pick up the cracker from the plate and your phone <laughs> sings, I'm on a highway to hell. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Nicole Hayes. Another hey, one. that would have been funny. <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> sure, you could say booty, 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 rocket everywhere. <laughs> <sighs> Gosh. We say heck. We're Christians. We say heck. I'm done talking. We ignore the I'm existence of a real place called hell. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Hayes, another one. My husband and another man in our church have exactly the same frame and wear the same haircut most of the time. Hubby and I are in charge of the kitchen and it gets stressful. I mean, we see where this is going. Mm -hmm. At a big meal time. So I'll often stand really close behind him so I can regain composure before losing control or my temper. Most of the time, I do a quick butt grab, too, because it's the husband. Twice now, I've done it to the other guy. To be fair, both times, they were also wearing the same colored suits and shirts. Now, though, whenever he's in the kitchen working with us, he makes it a point to say he's in there. 
Understand it happening once. That's the thing. Once is an accident. <laughs> but don't keep doing this without any other kind of safeguard in place to make sure the accident doesn't happen again. <laughs> I just don't know. I okay. Moving on. All right. Let's do one more for today, and then yeah, we'll have just enough to finish next week. Okay. So one more for today. Carol Wilkins said, I sing in the worship choir and stand right behind the ladies in the front row. The ladies in the front row are usually the ones in the elderly age range. I love them dearly, and they are always so kind to me, even when I made this blunder. But they first had to tease me mercilessly. The worship pastor had moved a few things around for the Christmas program, so we were packed closer together. I was trying to avoid hitting the choir microphone when my music with my music folder and wound up smacking the lady in front of me directly on the top of her head. I felt so terrible I started babbling my apologies. I may be a speech teacher, but I'm horrible with small talk, and when I get nervous, it gets worse. I told her, I'm so sorry I don't make it a habit of hitting old ladies on the head. Horrified that was actually what came out of my mouth, I put a hand over my big old mouth. The ladies in my section erupted into laughter, and I never lived it down. But that dear lady I clobbered to this day still hugs me. But only if I'm not holding a choir folder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accidentally hitting her head, that's, you know, normal. But it, it is ramped up a bit by the, I'm so sorry I don't make it a habit of hitting old ladies in the head. That's funny. Because you're calling an old lady an old lady to her face. I don't find the humor in that. I'm kind of implying that you do hit old ladies. It's insensitive and it's rude. (laughs) (laughs) It's National Joke Day, everybody. (laughs) Welcome. It's a World Joke Day. It's international. Is there a difference between international and world? I don't know. I really thought you were going to say, is there a difference between international and international? (laughs) (laughs) Outer National is every nation but us. <laughs> We're going to keep this holiday Outer National. Outer National. <laughs> Coming up later in the show, Life Hacks. But first, the debut of our brand new short devotional, Binge Watching with Jesus. And we'll be back with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. Side hug here on Back Row Radio, sharing airtime with the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie. When we come back, we're going through life hacks we found online. But first, here's the premiere of Binge Watching for Jesus. Now, I know there's some rumors out there, and I just kind of want to set the record. Uh, 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 I'm assistant regional manager. I should know first. Assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, okay. Um, can you just tell me, please? Just tell me well, quietly. I'm about to tell you whisper everybody. it in my ear? I'm just about please. to tell everyone. Can't you okay. Just tell us? Please. Okay. Do you want me to tell them? Now you don't know what it is. <laughs> so Can you I'm, tell him, with my permission? I don't need permission, your permission. granted. Go ahead. In Season 1, Episode 1 of The Office, we see office manager Michael Scott call a staff meeting, something that we would see in nearly every episode of The Office for nine seasons. The purpose of this meeting was to relay some information from a meeting that he had had with Jan from corporate. 
Of course, before he was even able to say anything, Dwight Schrute from Sales jumped up and demanded to know what the information was before everybody else because he considered himself the assistant regional manager, something that we would come to see be quite the running joke. What started as insistence quickly became an assumed role of authority over his own boss. In fact, giving his boss permission to say what he was going to say. Now, anyone who's ever worked in an office setting would see this situation play out on TV and think, if that were me, I'd have gotten fired. That is supremely ridiculous. But are we doing the exact same thing with God on a regular basis? You see, God does have a plan for your life and for your family and for your job and, and for your future. But heck, even from the beginning, we have not been great on following God's plan. In fact, even since the Garden of Eden, we have seen man decide to choose their own destiny, their own path, their own way, and leave God's plan in the dust to dire consequences. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now all glory to God who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Now, maybe it's a lack of trust. Maybe it's an overabundance of pride like Dwight had. That is keeping us from just letting God do what God does and instead trying to micromanage our own boss. But whatever the case, our scope is so incredibly limited. We're only able to see a few feet in front of us. The big, immense, bigger than we can imagine plan that God has for us well, you don't know what it is. <laughs> Look, I get it. The fear of the unknown is a terrifying thing. It's very difficult to let go and let God, especially when it comes to big things in your life. But when we can find the courage to be patient and have faith, that is when we find God's biggest blessings. He is our father after all, and... You ain't gonna be messing with my children. I'm Matt, and I'm binge-watching for Jesus. Subscribe to Binge Watching for Jesus on Spotify and listen for new episodes right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And we're going to go through a list of life hacks. You know what? Because we just need a, a fun, non-stressful discussion to have. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> Mo, is, Mo is so tired <laughs> that she's in that, that hallucinatory realm of being tired. You know, you all know what it was like staying up really late when you were a kid. You get to the point where everything was funny, even things that aren't happening because you're seeing ghosts or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's where Mo is that right is now. Currently, where I am at. Laurel and Hardy are performing for her somewhere in this room, <laughs> and she's the only one that can see or hear them. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so life hacks. I'm gonna go through some life hacks, talk about them, share some of the ones that we've learned, see if they're any good. We're not going to test them out or anything, but yeah. Again, this is just for fun. Mo's <laughs> <laughs> well, not giving me anything to work with here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're traveling, tie a small piece of bright colored fabric to your luggage handle so you can easily find your bag. That's something you do? No. Do you do anything like that to distinguish your bag from everybody else's? No. Oh. 
I just know my bag. That's. <laughs> I'm the only one that's ever bought my bag. <laughs> it's my bag. That's why they call my it my bag. bag. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have like a giant uh, American flag thing on it or something. Something that someone can see colorful. But not everybody would have. Because my bag looks like everybody else's bag. So I don't know if it's my bag or not. <laughs> uh, next life hack, please. <laughs> Moving on. Does your dorm or hotel room smell bad? Tape a dryer sheet over the AC unit and then turn it on. That seems actually pretty smart. A used dryer sheet or no, like an unused one. dryer like sheet? a new one. Okay. Well, I do pack dryer sheets in my luggage. For that same reason? So that my clothes always smell fresh. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's a life hack. There we go. You have learned a life hack in your life, (laughs) Mo. Let's see here. Waterproofing your shoes. Nah. Take a picture of a business card when people hand it to you. That way you can just toss the business card because you're going to lose it anyway. But you keep all their phone number and information in your phone. Oh. Smart. That is smart. tapping my forehead, but you can't see that. (laughs) (laughs) That is smart. (laughs) When ironing a button-up shirt. Okay, this blew my mind. Okay. I never thought about it. When ironing a button-up shirt, flip it inside out so you don't smack into the buttons. (laughs) I have ironed so many shirts in my life and have always cursed those stinking buttons. Why? Why is that so simple? And yet, it's so genius. Yeah. Have Obvious- you ever done that? No. <laughs> no. It makes so much sense. <laughs> Whoever the person is that figured out this life hack needs to be a millionaire. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. This is a gross one. Put old newspaper at the bottom of your trash cans to absorb food juices. Garbage juice. Mmm. That's disgusting. But it could work. I I totally think it would work. Absolutely. And put a dryer sheet down there and it'll keep... (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's see here. Let's see here. We've got... Oh, similar to the one you have. When traveling, keep a bar of scented soap in the same compartment as your dirty laundry to keep your clothes smelling clean. Uh-huh. When traveling, yeah, I got that one. Um, ooh, okay, the bounce battery test. Did you learn that one? No. So if you need to check and see if a battery is good or bad, like if you don't know, you're just digging in your drawer, like are these good or are these used? Drop it on the table from about six inches high. If they give one small bounce and fall right over, then they're good. But if they bounce around any more than that, then they're bad. So I can tell the difference in weight between a good battery and like a... You can, you can distinguish that weight I really difference can. without I re- like comparing them? Like if you just picked up one battery, would you be able to tell? So no, because typically if I'm looking for a use a new battery then i have a used battery in my hand and i can oh okay. do you know what you know, i mean yeah that makes sense yeah so i you can tell yeah. right i can tell okay the used battery is always lighter than the head than the new battery new battery 
growing up, my dad used to taste the tip of the battery to his tongue. And if it had an acidic taste to it, then it was a good battery. Did you ever do that with 9-volt batteries? No. Touch it to your tongue? No, my dad always freaked me out. I couldn't ever do that. Do it sometime. Does Just, it shock you? It it does, but not in the way you think. Not in the way like you know shocking. Like it just it it almost like it's almost like a little rumble on your tongue. It's like really weird. It's like like a, pop rocks. Like a war- no, it's like a warming, very ah, weird vibration. It hurts if you leave it on for longer than like a second. So just like just uh, and feel it. But uh. Yeah, you have to experience that once in your life. I know you have a nine volt battery. I have one right here. You want to try it? Nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> I used to. I remember doing that a lot as a kid. Just every now and then, just go <laughs> like <laughs> really a fun little weird thing. Yeah, you're so strange. <laughs> All right, use a can koozie to cover your uh, stick shift in the car on hot days, so it won't be hot. Okay. I mean, good work. Sure. All right. Now, this is a life hack that I actually did learn about taking a picture. If you want to smile and you want your smile to look genuine, Mm -hmm. you have to squint your eyes as well. You smile enough to have your eyes squinted, and it looks like a genuine. You can look at this. You can look at this picture here. Not everybody else can, but look at the difference between that smile and that smile. Which one looks genuine? smile on the right yeah yeah because that one just was dead eyes i thought that you were going to do your whole say your whole laughing thing well yeah that's that's what happens when you do the fake laugh kind of thing you squint your eyes i always thought it was the weirdest thing i would let's take a picture and matt would laugh what yeah i would make myself laugh so i can get into that facial (laughs) yeah what is funny what is funny right now? So Matt's got a genuine laugh while the rest of the people in the picture are so confused. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Need, uh, need an ex- inexpensive cookbook holder? Try a pants hanger. One of those hangers with the two clips on either mm-hmm. side. And you put the cookbook in there and then use, hang the hanger like on your cupboard handle while you're cooking. Okay, so it only works if the cookbook is of a certain weight. Probably. But yeah. don't but don't most like the heavy cookbooks like unsnap so you can pull them out? No. Recipes out? Like I have a big one. I think it's oh, a test of Yeah, but of you're talking about something. a binder. Like I have a yeah. the Magnolia cookbook, the Joanna Gaines cookbook. Oh. It's a book. Right. Yeah, you're right. Most but of the new ones are actually books. Yeah, it's like a like hard cover books, yeah yeah you Not can't like hang that in, in a, a hanger like that you're right you're right also people have phones hmm. <laughs> that is also true <laughs> who uses cookbooks anymore anyway uh all right quick and easy iphone speaker get a old toilet paper tube cut a slit in there to slide your phone into and then prop it up with push pins it's a little too much work. <laughs> or get like a solo cup or any kind of glass that your phone will fit into and sit yeah. it in there and that'll do the same thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, binder clips. Nah, forget that one. Uh, oh, okay. This one works. I've tried this one. 
If you have a beverage that you would like to cool down in a hurry, mm-hmm. wrap a wet paper towel around it and yep. put it in the freezer for 15 minutes and it will be ice cold. Yep. We do that in our house all the yeah, time. It's brilliant. Okay, so this one I've seen a lot. Put pancake mix into a ketchup bottle for a no-mess experience. But I postulate that you will never be able to get the full ketchup flavor out of that bottle. I'm with you. I feel the same way about any kind of bottle, like whether it's ranch bottles. or yeah. Italian dressing or mustard or whatever. You cannot reuse a bottle for anything other than it was originally filled with. And here's the thing. Even if everybody else in the world says that it doesn't taste like it, if I know that it came from a ketchup bottle, I am going to taste Absolutely. ketchup in my pancakes. Absolutely you would. Yeah. I agree with that. And it might just be a mental thing. Maybe. It might be. Um, we are mental. But so. our, our brains are powerful. So, you got a powerful brain. Let's see. See, there's another one. Clean out an old lotion bottle for your, for your beach bag and put your phone and your keys and money in it. Like, again, you're never going to really fully clean all the... Yeah. I, mean, I don't want lotion runoff on my phone. Uh, Nah. All right, Doritos are a great kindling for a fire. I have heard this. Yeah, I've heard that too. So this one I don't think would work. Use nail polish to identify different keys in your key ring. I feel like that stuff would flake off really quickly, being jangled around and smashed together in your pocket or purse. Yeah. Yeah. Just buy one of those rubber things. They're like 10 cents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Freeze grapes to chill white wine down without watering it down. Oh, okay. Almost finished your jar of Nutella? Eat it with ice cream. Oh. <laughs> That's not so much of a life hack <laughs> as it is. Just a fun way to end a dessert. <laughs> Man, that sounds amazing. It does sound good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Even just Nutella right now sounds really good. I haven't had Nutella in a long time. Mm. Let's just sit and think about Nutella. I'm. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, you can continue on. Uh, all right. Those little cups for ketchup. Yes. You can unroll them. Make uh-huh. them a bigger container for ketchup. I had a friend who, instead of trying any of that mess, would just go get a uh, cup lid and just fill that sucker up. With so that's what Chris does. <laughs> and I'm always terrified that ketchup is going to seep through seep the shawl. But it never does. I know. Does yeah. That's what my takeaway was too. I'm like, uh, better put a napkin or something on Yeah. There. But no, it never does. I know. <laughs> um, okay, it says you can remove the stem from a strawberry by using a straw. It like doesn't work. It through. Yeah, I've never successfully gotten it to work. Mm-hmm. But I have people but that swear by it still. Maybe with like the, the reusable straws, it might work. But I've only tried it with like plastic straws, like a restaurant straw. And that's what this picture flimsy. shows. Yeah. yeah. But it's flimsy. I can never get it up through the strawberry. But I'm wondering if, you know, those reusable straws that you get with like some of the yetis or whatever yeah if one of those would work because it's a heavier plastic or even the metal straws the metal straws yeah but see then you're cutting like a tube of the strawberry out and then you've got that in the straw mm-hmm. you gotta deal with yeah. why is that easier than just cutting the top part off i just pull the top part off am i the only one who, who just pulls it 
Nah. I don't understand. Probably not, but I just cut it. Okay. I like to have it flat to where they can sit up flat. You know what I mean? Make little... Santa hats? Little Santa hats. (laughs) Okay. I've only recently gotten back into strawberries at all. Really? When I was a kid, I thought I was allergic to them because I ate a whole bunch of them and then I threw up. (laughs) And so I convinced myself I was allergic to them. So I didn't eat them for like two decades. And it was only with keto when I started doing keto, and they're like, what fruits can I have? Well, you can have blueberries, which I don't like. You can have raspberries, which I don't like. Or you can have strawberries, which I'm allergic to. Well, let's try that out. So I had strawberries, and I'm not allergic to them. But they're really good. They're so dang good. Strawberries are good, guys. I do love strawberries. Eat strawberries. I also love blueberries, though. <sighs> I don't know how you can not like blueberries. I like the blueberry flavor. It's, it's a texture thing. I can't. I don't know. I don't it's like. It's like a grape. It's not, though. It's not like a grape. Because the grapes I get are the big grapes. And that's a teeny... It's it's like the boba tea thing we were talking about earlier in the week. It's just like that weird little pustule. That's what it feels like. (laughs) I'm ruining blueberries for Mo. Right here. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Man. I know how to pick the perfect word. You're like one of the <laughs> rudest people I know. <laughs> Look, if you're going to come at me and challenge <laughs> my reasoning, I'm going to give you my reasoning. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Gosh. Pustule. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. For iced coffee and iced cappuccino, freeze coffee into ice cubes. Yeah. I mean, if that's your bag, go for it. It doesn't taste the same. It doesn't? Really? Mm-hmm. No. That's like you can't just take a regular brew coffee and make it cold brew. They are two different kinds of beans that have been roasted. Mm. Okay. Could you make... Cold brew coffee and freeze it. it? Absolutely, would that, work better, that would work better. Yeah, but don't take. But don't your... just say generic coffee. Yeah, I got it. You're like, yeah, this one. Yeah, looks like it's it's hot straight from a coffee. carafe. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Uh, when painting, when using a paint can, place a rubber band around the open paint can to wipe your brush on, so you can keep the paint off the side of the can. Only do this if you feel confident in your ability to wrap that rubber band around the paint can. An an open paint can. (laughs) That is a two-person job at least. I can just, I'm visualizing myself do this, and I've got paint everywhere. Oh, man. All right, we need a new house. Hey, I do that one. What's this? The wooden spoon. Uh-huh. Wooden spoon across a boiling pot of water to keep it from boiling over. Works almost perfectly. It does. Sometimes I've tried that, and uh, it hasn't worked as well. <laughs> Good night. We are in the middle of a show. Is that what we say now when someone sneezes? Good night. I I thought it was bless you, but okay. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you, Mo. May the road rise to meet you. Good grief. Yeah, put a wooden wooden spoon. Wooding. Put a wooden spoon. Oh no. Wooden spoon across a boiling pot of water to keep it from boiling over. Works most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, use a bread clip. 
to save flip-flops with split holes. So it's a temporary fix. Right. Yeah. If you're, which I don't know why, but if you are out somewhere and your flip-flop happens to break and you've got a bread clip yeah, in you your pocket. And you happen to have a loaf of bread with you. It's going to work. <laughs> It's going to work. I know. I always take a loaf of bread to the beach. Right? <laughs> but it's not something that is long term. No. But yeah, that's a good quick save. Uh-huh. You go to the Allsup's there. Allsup's. No, nobody knows what Allsup's is. Outside nobody of our knows area. what Allsup's is. That's, oh, gosh. That's like the whole Coke thing. Where people are in one area are so used to calling everything Coke. I'm so used to calling every convenience store Allsup's. Allsup's. Because that's... Yeah. Pretty much all we have. Yeah. We have like 17 of them in our That's town alone. <laughs> That's go true. to the convenience store. There we go. Uh, take pictures of friends holding items that you've lent to them with your phone <laughs> so you remember it down the road. <laughs> Listen, I lent out my copy of Redeeming Love to somebody. <laughs> And I don't know who it was. No idea who it was. Nobody's coming forward. Exactly. (laughs) I even went to Facebook and asked, did I lend anybody my copy of... Nobody responded. I texted all my closest friends and they're all like, no, I have my own copy. Which I'm like, but do you though? But 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 do do you? (laughs) Can you check? I know it was one of y'all. Right? I should. You didn't? I know. I write my name in all my books. Really? Mm, Just so that that way, if anybody opens it up and they did steal it from you, they've got that forever guilt of, oh, yeah, that's right. That was Matt's. But I also make it a habit of every time I go to my friend's houses, I go through all their books just to make sure they didn't steal something from me. DVDs, too. Yeah. Don't you? No. (laughs) Don't you realize I'm gone for like an hour every time you invite me over to your house? Like, where's Matt? Searching through I'm my I'm looking bookshelf. through all your stuff to see if you stole something from me. Okay, that's I fair. I don't trust you. Okay. I don't trust anybody. I do feel like <laughs> with that whole take a picture of your friends, that is like the yeah. biggest sign of I don't trust you. <laughs> no, what uh, I the trick that I learned was for DVDs, and I learned this from Greg, uh, my my father-in-law, because they had a bunch of DVDs, and they would lend them out to typically my uh, my other my sister-in-law. Uh, but they would put like a s- strip of paper that would stick out sideways where that DVD belongs and then write the name of who borrowed it right there on there. So whenever they went to watch it and they found it's not there, they call up Joanna. Hey, do y'all still have this, uh, whatever, Home Improvement Season 7? Yeah. And so it worked really well. So that's what Deidre and I started doing as well for a season when we had a lot of people borrowing our DVDs. Interesting. It worked well. Yeah. But now nobody buys DVDs anymore, so hardly anybody even buys books anymore. That's true. It's very sad. I think books are starting to make a comeback. I think they are also. But DVDs are not. No, they They never never will. will. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, DVD makers. (laughs) Your time is done. Yep. Sit down, please. It's over. (laughs) Put a a, uh, stocking, pantyhose, over the end of a vacuum, like attachment to find tiny items like earrings like suck up little things maybe like reach under the bed you can't reach it get the vacuum that way it'll still be sucked up but it'll be caught there until the the pantyhose well it's got rubber it's got rubber bands here in the picture (laughs) rubber bands to keep it on there (laughs) uh all right 
This one says you can use a can opener to open blister packs. Hmm. Thing. Okay. I've never tried that before. Interesting. Who knows? Could be good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Use a carabiner to uh, bring in all your groceries. Mm-hmm. I have like a little handle thing, like made specifically for that with two hooks on either side. Yeah. And it works every time. Bring yeah. in every single bag, one trip. Can't put a jug of milk on it though. <laughs> you can't. All right. So forget this one right here. Okay. Add one teaspoon of baking soda to your hard-boiled eggs to yeah. make the shell come off effortlessly. It does not work. Nothing works. No. Nothing doesn't. works at all for hard-boiled eggs. No, the egg bath doesn't work. No, or the egg bath, the ice None bath yeah, doesn't the ice work. Bath, yeah. None of it. I agree. Every We've tried single every single try. one. I've tried 17 different versions of how to make a freaking egg that won't rip apart as I'm opening it. And I have never been successful. I Ditto. Hate it. Sorry. I love hard-boiled eggs so much. Mm-hmm. But not when they look like Franken eggs all ripped apart. That's true. <sighs> I like this next one. <sighs> The right way to eat a cupcake? That's how I eat my cupcakes. This is really? You do this? Yes. So you rip off the top part, like a, like you the, split the, the top c- third of the cupcake with the icing on top of it, and then you put the bottom two thirds on top and make a sandwich mm-hmm. with the icing as the filling. That's exactly how to do it. Uh, I'm There's not about no that life. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I'm all about the experience of a cupcake. If I'm going to eat a cupcake, I want the icing to get on my nose. Nope. And everything. And this is a good way to also judge a <laughs> cupcake. Because if it's a good, a proper made cupcake, that is still that word that I don't like, you can pull it apart Moist. perfectly <laughs> and easily. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So what you're saying is there's also a risk that you're just going to destroy your Absolutely. Cupcake. But here's the thing. If you destroy the cupcake by eating it the proper way, then it was not a good cupcake in the first place, and you don't want to eat it. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, more uses for bread clips, wrapping them around the uh, different cords that are hanging behind your computer or TV mm-hmm. with a little note of what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. It's a good idea. Hey, there was one just above that that I think is good for all of our listeners with little ones as summer okay. summer month is coming. Why don't you present it? Uh, you take a cupcake liner and stick it to the bottom of a popsicle stick. That way, as the popsicle leaks or melts. No. Leaks? <laughs> what leaks. kind of popsicles are you eating? You know, the leaky kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the popsicle melts, it doesn't get all over little hands. Mm-hmm. And little hands then get all over everything else. (laughs) All right. Let's see here. What else do we got? Hair clips are good to organize your long wires, Mm -hmm. like your earbud wires. Wrap it around. Use a hair clip to tie it all together. I've used hair clips like that before. Uh, Nope. Nope. Ew. (laughs) A lot of weird ones here. Here's Osama bin Laden teaching us math. What is this? Okay, that was <laughs> that's inappropriate, Matt. <laughs> I didn't post it. Uh, oh, okay. So this is a dangerous one. That is super dangerous. <laughs> Any wine bottle opening life hack that involves a hammer is dangerous. <laughs> I I would not. 
Uh, recommend that one. Yeah, forget that. Okay, I've seen this work before. Okay. Kids falling out of bed, get a pool noodle and stick it under your fitted sheet of the bed and use that as like a wall buffer. Mm-hmm. We might actually try that with our our littlest because he keeps falling out of bed in the middle of the night and not waking up. He just falls out of bed and then just keeps sleeping there on the floor. I mean, like stay in bed. Kid. That's what I do still. <laughs> I we're actually going to use that for inside the camper because it's yeah a set of two bunks. Yeah, is there like a half wall or anything blocking, it or are they just fully open? The bunks. Oh no, there's a door. It has a well. It doesn't have a door. It has a it has a doorway. Okay. And then there's a curtain that closes it. Okay, but I mean like. Can they roll straight off of the bed onto the floor? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, in the camper that, camper that I lived in for a little while, like, the beds kind of recessed behind where the bathroom was. So, they were only half open, and then there was, like, a oh, enclosed yeah, no. half. And so, I never rolled out because I'd have to really flop out sideways to yeah. get out that way. No, this is a whole bunkhouse, which yeah. is what I love because they can actually, it's like a room. Separate they can room. stand in there I and change you. and I anyway. That's cool. But I did think about that. I was like, whoever is on the top bunk has <laughs> a chance of rolling <laughs> right off onto the floor. So. Yeah. All right. I've tried this one. If your uh, 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 headlight has gotten foggy, mm-hmm. the, the casing, use toothpaste. Basic, like garbage, chalky white toothpaste. Rub it all on there. Let it sit for, I think it's like 10 minutes. Then actually get a toothbrush or something similar and scrub all the area like it was a giant tooth. Mm-hmm. And then wipe it all off. And it's darn near 100% clear again. Yeah. It works so dang well. You know, a toothbrush and toothpaste also works really well for cleaning like white vinyl. Um, I thought you were about to insult me. <laughs> you know what else a toothbrush and toothpaste are good for? Your breath. Your teeth. Your stank that's, mouth that's over there. <laughs> for cleaning white vinyl. So my when I was in middle school, I got into some serious trouble for forging my mom's signature. <laughs> and um, my dad had just come across some old golf clubs okay. and the golf bag was white vinyl like yeah. 80s style golf bag and so because i was suspended from school i was tasked with the job of cleaning that white vinyl golf bag with toothpaste and a toothbrush and it worked really well and it worked wow yep it lo- looked brand new by the two days <laughs> i was done <laughs> that's what i did for eight hours both days wow yep Yep, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I do that one. I do this one, too. The Oreo one. Yep. Yeah. You hold your Oreos. You put a fork in the middle, in between the cookie part, into the icing, and then... Dunk it in the milk. Dangle that in the milk. Yeah. I, like, drop mine in the cup and let it sit there for about 30 seconds. Oh, but see, sometimes it'll slide off. That's well, never slid so, it off for me. Slitted? It's never slid it off? Slidden. <laughs> Is that not the right word either now? I'm it's just slidden. slid. It's it, never slidden off for me. It's just slid. It's never <laughs> slided right off there for me. Slidening. I don't know why your Oreos keep slidening off your fork. 
But they don't ever do that to okay, me. Okay, so I'm going to the store and I'm buying Nutella and Oreos after oh, this. Oh, you suck <laughs> telling me that right now because that sounds fantastic. Doesn't it? Oh, man. That's what we're going to have for dinner. We're going to do like <laughs> Nutella, ice cream sundaes, and Oreos. <laughs> that's that's going to be our dinner. Why not? Oh, gracious. I see. Okay, you're talking about the lotion and cleaning yeah. out the lotion. I don't cleaning, understand. Cleaning I've, out a chapstick and sticking emergency money in there. Yeah, I've Never. seen that. It's like they're beach hacks, you know, so that yeah. when you go to the beach, you don't get sand. But how on earth am I going to get an entire tube of chapstick cleaned out enough to where I don't get... Right. Waxy money. Yeah. Waxy money. I'd rather have sandy money than waxy money. <laughs> uh, another use for bread tabs. This will be the third bread tab. Oh, my tab goodness. Hack. Okay. Use that to hold a spot on a roll of tape. So just put that there, and then you never have to sit there and... No, just dog ear the corner. Well, That's then you all can't you got to do. It. If you dog ear it, you can't undog ear it. You can take it off the little plastic tab and then still use it. No, because it's lost its adhesive. Well, it depends on the kind of tape. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do we have? Cardboard in a Ziploc. Coaster on a cup. <laughs> I mean, that holes. you've all been using your coasters <laughs> wrong. You put your coaster on top of the glass. That way, no <laughs> bugs fly in. Well, see, this, is, this has a problem with... Or this this has a problem that a lot of these have, and it says if you if you need to pee or smoke at a bar or whatever, place your coaster on top of your drink, is the universal sign for I'm coming back, and it prevents you from losing your drink in your seat. Okay, it's only universal if everyone if everybody knows. knows it, so yeah. it shouldn't be in a life hack situation. I then. agree. Right. I agree. Right. Yeah. Right. People at Absolutely. home. Absolutely. See, I saw the coaster on top of the glass and immediately thought, you know, summertime, having barbecues out. Flies or whatever. You want to keep all the... Yeah. Or this coaster means it's mine. Right. Who knows? Drilling holes at the bottom of your garbage can to make pulling in and taking out trash bags easier with uh, no suction issues. That's wrong. There's still some suction issues, but it does help. I've done that with the one here for janitor work. Drilled three holes in the bottom of that, and it does make it a lot easier to get the bag when it's full out. But then make sure that you are putting newspaper in the bottom so that <laughs> that garbage you juice isn't to, yeah, leaking you just through have those to make holes. Sure, you have to make sure nothing wet gets out of the bag. Right. Otherwise, you got a longer chore on your head. Ex- but yeah. Hands. Hands. Not head. Not head. <laughs> I'm tired too, y'all. Get off me. <sighs> get off me. I used to say that in high school. That was my leave me alone. It was always get off me. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Very inappropriate. (laughs) I am not on you, but okay. (laughs) I think it was like just a a progression from get off my back, you know? Okay. But then it just went, get off me. No. <laughs> I'm doing it. Get off me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I, we would have stopped being friends. <laughs> I would have been like, I, that Matt Coker kid, I can't ever talk to him. Because every time I ask him to do anything, he says, get off me. And I, it's super inappropriate. I don't want to be around him. 
There is another one that I do use, and it works really well. When heating up leftovers, space out a circle in the middle. So, like, scoot it all to kind of the edges of the plate and leave the middle of the plate empty because the middle of the plate usually heats up a lot faster than the rest. So the middle part will get, like, burned, and the rest will be heated. So it'll keep cooking evenly. Okay. It's nice. Okay. And another microwave one. Put a glass with a little bit of water in when you're microwaving pizza. Yep, it keeps it from getting soggy. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Always helpful, always it's helpful. It's good as long as you remember it. I always, like, throw the pizza in the microwave and heat it up, and then afterwards I'm eating it, I'm like, oh, this is so soggy. Oh, crap, I forgot to put water in there. <laughs> uh, have, you tried, have you ever tried this, turning a bag of chips into its own bowl? No. Like, you can, there's a, there's a, Way you can finagle the bottom of the bag oh, no. to where it'll turn into kind of a cylinder Mm-mm. that you can keep rolling up so it's always full. You know what I mean? No. I roll the top of the bag down so that it gets... Oh, you've done... The, yeah, the, yeah the, I see what you're saying there, too. Yeah. yeah. That works as well. This one, it just seems like too much effort because it's, it's a lot of effort to try and make sure you're getting this right and it's fully rounded and... It won't pop back open. Have uh, you seen the cereal box one where you like make the, the box go in and it becomes a triangle and then you fold over the oh, top? Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. I don't know if it works or not. Kira uh, says yeah. it works. but Does she? Yeah. I um, okay. Well, that looks like all of them that we're going to talk about. Um, what are, Do you have any more that you've learned in your life? Mm, no. And it doesn't have to be with things. It could just be ways you, you know, learn to remember things or anything like that. No. No? No. <laughs> so I found one a couple weeks ago that said you can put a magic eraser in your pool and it'll get all like the, the I don't want to call it algae, but I guess it is algae. Like the uh, Mr. Clean magic eraser uh-huh. things? Uh-huh. But it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it would work. It doesn't work. That seems weird. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm remembering how I learned, like, when you're in a pinch, you need to quickly remember which way is left and right. You do the whole L thing with your hands. Mm-hmm. So you make an L with your hands, and whichever L is correct is left. So, for me, I just always did... Whatever hand I write with, I knew was my right. And so I would pretend like I was writing, like, yeah. and whichever felt right. So if you just ever saw me do, like, this number with my hand. Just a little. Like a doodle line. Like you're pretending to be one of those um, gymnasts with the ribbon. Yes. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. That's how I always did it. And Chris is the one who actually taught me the left. Oh, he did, he did the left and right thing? It's yeah. It's clever. I like it. Um, There's one more I wanted to share. I can't remember what it was now. It's important. It was my favorite one. You know, I feel like I have a thousand life hacks, but I just can't. I can't think of any off the top of my head oh well i guess i'll remember it some other time and share it later on another show right (laughs) it'll be one of those hey i got a life hack remember when we talked about it before like now we're back years ago okay coming up next we share something that we love we'll be back in just a few with more of the morning side hug right here on back row radio
side hug as our show is coming to a close for today. But first, I want to share with you something that I love. Ooh, it's a good one. Abuelo's Mexican Restaurant. Guys, I don't know if you have an Abuelo's near you. I believe there's only like 30 in America, and most of them are in Texas. But they're dang good. So I, I don't like a lot of Mexican food restaurants because... It's hard to customize my meals because there's a lot of things I don't, I just don't like. I don't like guacamole. I don't want it anywhere near my stuff. I don't like sour cream. Why does everything have to have sour cream on it? All that kind of stuff always happens to me whenever I'm anywhere here in town. But Abuelos has this burrito that I don't have to do anything with. Like everything in it I like. Okay. But the burrito is like, foot and a half long and six inches wide like it it's it's the size of this laptop for you to see here it's like mm -hmm. that long it's like the size of the keyboard here there we go a keyboard it's almost the size of a keyboard and it is so good that i want to cry every time i eat it i don't like burritos and i oh, i don't normally like burritos like as a, just a like a meal you know, I'll have a bean burrito every now and then, but like this, this thing, they smother it in this, um, you know, like the word smother. What's going on I got to sneeze. Oh. oh my gosh. I was trying to be <laughs> respectful. Oy, oy, oy. There you your go. Whole, There's a life hack. Your whole face squidged up when I said smother. I'm sorry. You have an aversion to a lot of my words. I'm sorry. Here. Smother it in this carne, uh, carne asada like sauce that has little bits of it in there. Oh, oh my goodness gracious! It's so good. And the last time I had it was last week. We went to Amarillo, and I couldn't like bring any leftovers home, so I ate the whole thing. Why couldn't you bring any leftovers home? Because we weren't going home right away, and we'd be oh, driving for another okay. five hours. That's fair. So. Ate the whole thing, and it was fantastic, and I don't regret a single bite. That's fair. So if you ever find yourself near an Abuelos, go there and get the Grande Burrito, guys, because it's Grande. <laughs> Let's close <laughs> with the Bible verse for the day. Our Bible verse for the day comes from Ecclesiastes 7.14. Hey, that's my birthday. Hey. Uh, when times are good, be happy, but when times are bad, consider this. God has made the one as well as the other. Therefore, no one can discover anything about their future. Thank you for joining us. There is a Backroom Morning Show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern and at 8 a.m. Eastern also now. So two times, two times a day, 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week, and Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio, and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of The Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps, and catch up on our new Monday through Wednesday shows. The podcast of our Throwback Thursday episodes are reserved for our Patreon donors as well as other bonus content and incentives. If you listen to Back Row Radio and want to support the work we do, please consider partnering with us by going to backrowradio.com slash partner. Any size donation will get you our private podcast feed. And that is it for the show. Tomorrow we've got a best of Matt and Mo episode, and we will be back next week. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. Bonus life hack. The next time you have a flat tire, take a picture of it and save that picture for the next time you want to bail 
bail on an event or skip work. Send the picture to the person you're bailing on and, you know, enjoy that free time. You are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and if you see us around, we love a side hug. Bye. Bye.